Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and beautiful Unity community. We're in the flow of Season 26, and I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me welcome my friend, former Yale neurobiologist turned healer, Jean Ang, is back. We're going to talk about harnessing the spiritual power of the sun, uh, as well as the Arcturian sun radiance transmissions. Uh, We're going to take some live callers later. Jean is offering many healings, so press star 2 on your phone to be considered for that later on. And welcome home, all of you luminous light leaders. This is your safe haven, a sacred space and a soulful sanctuary for connection, oneness, renewal, and restoration, a unity community to empower you and provide support, upliftment, solutions, relief, and energetic resources to really light you up and assist you on your journey of spiritual expansion and evolution. And now I want to ask my favorite question. What is the best that could happen today Uh, with Jean, myself, with all of you? Let's intend to open our hearts and allow ourselves to purely and easily hear and receive all the information, the loving energy that will enhance every aspect of our ascension journey. And I encourage you to set a personal intention for what you wish to gain or experience. My intention with our gathering is to be a clear instrument of the divine and selfless service for miracles to unfold uh, for all of us gathered and for those who will listen later. And also for soulfully soothing energy to flow through my voice and this sacred energetic space with grace and ease, welcoming and inviting in the highest divine support and participation throughout our time together. So thank you for being here. Just sit back now, relax, breathe, open, and receive. Uh, We do invite you to subscribe to this show. If you haven't already, you can find everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com. We also provide all of our replays on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, and Stitcher. And, of course, we'd love to see you in our private Facebook group if you're not there already. it's uh, Just enter in Straight Talk for the Soul. Um, and on Instagram, uh, just enter in Carrie Murphy to find us there. And now let me tell you about Gene. Uh, he has a healing practice based in Thousand Oaks, California. He sees clients for a number of energy healing and shamanic healing practices. He teaches seminars that focus on the integration of science, spirituality, and healing. He travels both in the U.S. and internationally, facilitating healing sessions and workshops, uh, mostly around the Arcturian healing method, which is a modality that he created as a synthesis of his studies in healing. He received his B.A. from Stanford in human biology and philosophy and religious studies, and he was formally trained as a neurobiologist at Yale, where he earned his doctorate. It was after his postdoctoral fellowship that he decided to step into the role of a facilitator of healing in order to directly interact with helping people. So most of his work centers around the use of subtle energy to align the subtle energy body, its channels, meridians, and energy centers to restore balance and harmony. Um, And later on in our call today, Gene will be sharing an energy process 
called the Arcturian Sun Radiance Transmission. It's intended to bring lightness, increased vibration, and life force to all the seven subtle bodies, physical, etheric, emotional, mental, causal, spiritual, and the divine. And we're going to talk about connecting with the spiritual power of the sun to remember who you are and what you came here to do. Uh, you'll learn about the different spiritual dimensions that we enter in between lives and how the sun sphere is vital to our lives, plus how to harness the energy of the sun for physical well-being and for prosperity. Um, so I'm excited about this topic, and just with our, our time with Gene is always beautiful. So uh, help me welcome him. Let's extend waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Gene as I welcome him back to the show. So hi, my friend. Welcome back. Hi, Karen. Hi, everyone. Great to be back. And it seems just like yesterday we were uh, <laughs> uh, talking about sacred geometry. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that was in December, I believe. You were here late December or so. And um, mm -hmm. that was a beautiful um, call and transmission. And when I saw what we were talking about today, I was really excited. So, um Let's talk about the sun radiance transmission. How did this come about? And uh, tell us more. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know, in, in a sense, we've all been connecting to the sun and in different spiritual traditions. The sun is, you know, very important. And obviously, uh, you know, all life on the planet, when you just kind of contemplate it for a couple seconds, um, the energy comes back to the sun physically. Um, some of the, the kind of touch points that kind of brought this here to my awareness and, and maybe the connection with the Arcturians. Uh, last year I was recently in Peru and I might have mentioned, we might have done some programs on that, um, or like right after a call. But, uh, you know, they really do connect also with the sun. And so there were some sun practices. They call it inti is one word for a particular sunlight. And, um, the guide we had, his name was Jorge Luis Delgado. He was really, uh, really connected, uh, you know, spiritually. And the one thing maybe just to take home from that is they did mention spiritually and energetically, like the sun at different times of the day. They actually have a different name for it in, uh, uh, Peruvian Arcaro. So just to recognize the spiritual quality of the sun in the morning. Uh, versus the afternoon versus the evening, and there's different you know practices uh, that one can do, and maybe we can go over that later, uh, like a modified version. Uh, yeah. I bring that up because, uh, yeah, just to mention like why it kind of was brought home recently, is I was kind of going back a little bit to my this kind of the second point about the reason um kind of the sun's coming up now, uh, literally <laughs> or uh, right. figuratively. Uh, was um, I was going back to some of the neuroscience research. Uh, there's this great um, uh, podcast. It's actually from a neuroscience professor at uh, Stanford. His name's Andrew Huberman that I've mentioned in some of my other talks with people mm -hmm. probably here uh, who've heard. And uh, he does vision research. But one of the things he mentioned was, you know, going out probably within the first hour of the day. And this is more from a science, you know, neuroscience uh, health perspective. But it fits exactly the, you know, spiritual practices, let's say, from the Peruvian tradition. But within the first hour of the day, if you go out and sort of just be in the sun, you don't have to do sun gazing, like, uh, which some people might have, um, practiced. You just need to kind of be exposed to the sun, even on a cloudy day. 
And what it does uh, in terms of your brain circuits is it actually creates a, a 50% increase in your cortisol, which actually gives mm-hmm. you energy for the day, mm-hmm. and your epinephrine, which is kind of the go kind of neurotransmitter, and then dopamine, which is kind of uh, many people are keyed into dopamine. It's like the feel-good neurotransmitter. Right. So it really sets your day. Uh, and then the other time you can kind of like just be out 10 minutes is actually at dusk. So all these kind of neuroscience and um, spiritual practices, there's some other ones maybe I'll mention later, they kind of really are starting to coincide. And so I think that that whole imprint or energy information download was coming down, particularly from being in the mm-hmm. sun, you know, in the morning. I think it also gives some type of packed spiritual information um, while you're sort of just out there uh, being with the sun. Right. Well, I mean, all of your work, as I as I read in your bio, really is about um, the centers around the use of subtle energy and aligning the subtle energy body. Um, and this <laughs> is the same in a different way. And but what about the Arcturians? You know, well, let's back up first. <laughs> OK, um, first, <laughs> let's do a brief um synopsis of your connection with the Arcturians for those who are new. As I mentioned, you know, you were a former uh, Yale neurobiologist. You moved into this role of a facilitator of healing. Gosh, how long has it been, Jean? It's been a oh, while. Yeah, maybe um, 2008. So when I yeah. started to really transition. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and for those who aren't familiar with your connection with the Arcturians, um, describe who they are and, and um, you know, how they have really collaborated with you and partnered with you in your journey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think this, you know, huge shift on the planet, one of the things that, you know, the consciousness shift, frequency shift is the fact that, you know, we, we haven't, like, uh, gotten rid of the physical world, in a sense. We still are very much in the physical technology still going forward. We have kind of great um, uh, facility with, uh, you know, the physical uh, world as it is. But I think more and more people see and are directly experiencing the subtle world and the mm-hmm. spiritual world, which I think is beautiful. And that's kind of maybe where this talk about the sun, you know, we can talk about it on all the levels, physical, energetic, emotional, mental, causal, spiritual, divine. And, um, you know, for me, the Arcturians and the shift into healing was really that embodied sort of direct experience of not just focusing on the physical, which is kind of where science is maybe queen or king of that, at least currently, but to begin to really experience on a deep level these invisible worlds, if for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. uh, they're very much present with us here. Like we, I started out with, you know, um, experiencing the prana or chi world. I think that's a great bridge. And then as you go more subtle, you begin to realize there's even things more subtle than just etheric energy, like chi energy. And that really gravitated me to these kind of spiritual consciousness, consciousness besides our own consciousness that, you know, may not have a physical vehicle or a physical body, but they may have other subtle bodies that you can interact with you know, and learn to communicate with. Uh, they may not speak, uh, you know, directly our language, although we could mm-hmm. kind of convert their uh, information into the, our current language so that we kind of unpack it or understand it. So the Arcturians to me are sort of these, this uh, spiritual consciousness that not necessarily have to have a physical body or even a physical vehicle, 
Uh, maybe they can show up in a etheric or astral form, like a light ship or something that we can see with our clairvoyance, or even, uh, you know, in some of these sightings I've mentioned at different sacred sites, like a, a beam of light or an explosion of light. Mm-hmm. And uh, really what they've been helping, I think, uh, you know, through my connection with them is to bring in a certain level of consciousness that can kind of help or bolster uh, our own spiritual development, uh, our own healing development. And so it's really been a very kind of exciting collaboration uh, working with them. Right. I mean, and it's evolved. Um, and the Arturian healing modality, which you created, um, when was when was that? Yeah, that was around uh, the end of 2011 or 2012, yeah. which... Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all of these healing frequencies that you just keep adding to this modality and you share them, you know, each time you come on the show and you'll be doing many healings for people later. And um, but describe for people, you know, these frequencies that come through that are and what they're intended for, you know, various reasons, really, um, and intentions. Yeah. Yeah, I think the best model, like just maybe speaking to someone who might be uh, more new, but I think this would also be uh, applicable to many people here who are very steeped in sort of the energy world, is that um, if we see the uh, world out of the framework of vibration or frequency, and that like the dense uh, physical world is basically, and even science would uh, corroborate this, is, is a type of vibration that's really slowed down. Like so when we see a chair, it's still a vibration, and if we could look at it like uh, from a quantum view, it would look like uh, just waves vibrating. But since our five physical senses are a little slower, we kind of it sort of kind of condenses and looks like something what we call solid. Uh, but that vibration can go all the way into things that our five physical senses can't perceive. Like uh, just to give it one step above, like our cell phone is basically picking up vibrations which our five physical senses can't pick up. You could call that the electromagnetic spectrum. But without that cell phone, you wouldn't really, let's say, be able to hear uh, what I'm saying, even mm-hmm. though those that information is sort of floating around in, uh, you know, in our atmosphere. So the same way, if you keep going up, there's other, you know, planes that we might not have talked about, vibratory planes uh, that I've kind of just labeled, and maybe I'll just say one or two of them like the etheric, which is that chi, prana field, and then even more, you know, faster or more subtle might be the emotional and mental field, like the astral uh, layer is usually the term. So I think what the Arturians bring as a consciousness, and we could even see ourselves one day, we won't have a necessary physical body, the one we have now, but we'll still be um, consciousness, still alive, and so we could still send out frequency and vibration, much like we can now, we just might not have a physical vehicle to uh, bring it down all the way to this density. So if we could think of the Arcturians or maybe we think of angels or our guides, as similar to that, they have a consciousness like us, and that consciousness can create a certain vibratory field of frequency. Maybe it's not, you know, like a chair. It's not that solid or dense, but they could be shared with someone else through resonance. And based on the intention, if it's loving, if it's healing, it can also bolster, you know, whoever's connected to that in the same way. So I really see it as a frequency exchange, a frequency information exchange. Right. Um, And describe, you know, with that particular healing modality, um, 
just some of the, the frequencies that you bring through and their purpose. You know, some are for, you know, as you brought them through on the show over all these years, you know, some are intended for very specific reasons. Can you describe a few of them just to give people an understanding of um, just some of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then later on, like you mentioned, uh, when people maybe call in or write in, we can um, experience the ones I'm about to describe yes. or, or the classifications. Yeah, so there, I would say, um, like right now, there's uh, 12 levels, but just to kind of say, like, how it could be broken down into three groups of frequencies. Like one, I would say, are like very expansive. Uh, the intention is healing uh, frequencies. So like one that um, we've used here is called Arturian Dimensional Bridge. So it's sort of like the overall Arturian frequency with the intention for healing, for example. So there's a number of those at the different levels that I would call our expansive healing frequencies. Mm -hmm. Then, like you said, there's sort of these very highly specialized frequencies, just to give one example. And and this may have been sort of connected to my own uh, background or history, which I think spiritual beings will do. They'll like kind of use things you know. So there's like very specific frequencies for the brain and the nervous system, and one of them is called arterium brain balancing, for example. So that very much focuses just on, like, the neurons, brain, spinal cord, autonomic nervous systems, kind of raise its vibration. And then I would say the third, uh, you know, major group are, like, what I would call spiritual or consciousness frequencies. They sort of help to um, facilitate our acceleration in our consciousness or our development. So there's, like, seven... Um, Arcturian initiation frequencies, which are meant to sort of help you move forward in sort of this, our initiation journey, sort of as a soul. So those are, I think, are more like classified as spiritual uh, vibrations or frequencies. Right, right. And the way that you bring these through, are you connecting with the Arcturians and then just kind of bringing that through your vessel and then um, transmitting that? Or how would you describe the way that it is shared with individuals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great question. I think I think our what I've found is um is our framework kind of in my own research about that and like sharing it with others and doing sessions is that um, we as a healer as a facilitator can even like mold or shape the the way it's transferred. So um, and and it's so plastic or malleable based on kind of what our consciousness is bringing. So I'll just give kind of one or two examples. So one model is sort of what I call the chi model. It almost looks like um, like an engineering water flow model. So like you can see like chi or prana come through the healer. Maybe it comes in like through one of their chakras or energy centers. And then it sort of like flows out like water or light mm-hmm. from their hand like over to the other person's chakra or energy body which still kind of looks like a physical body. So that's, that's very helpful. I, I kind of learned that style too, and, and uh, that's a great way to transfer energy. But it, it's still very, like, um, form-related. Mm-hmm. Then as kind of, um, you know, uh, I think spirituality and healing modality shifted to what I call a quantum framework, they realized, like, like uh, fields, there's fields more than physical structures. So a field could exchange energy and information. It didn't have to really, like, flow from one area over to the other, which is right. like a space-time model. So instantly, like, if I think of you, 
then the information exchanges in a quantum model, like these kind of mm -hmm. spooky actions at a distance that Einstein was talking about, uh, where one electron can sense another electron wherever it is in the other, you know, in any part of the universe. It's like instant, faster than the speed of light. So we as healers could use that model. And when we're thinking about transferring energetic information, as soon as it's in our field and we put our awareness on someone else, it's instantly in their field because of this idea of information right. energy exchange. Mm -hmm. um, that's currently the more the model that I'm using. And even there's like a third kind of intuition that's coming in. Is, and I'll just kind of uh, suggest where it's going. I'm kind of still kind of unpacking it. It's like, what would healing be like if you didn't have a physical body? Mm. <laughs> you know, like, like if you were just like more like a wave than a particle, it would probably be something like the information exchange, but you would be omnipresent at that point. It's only mm -hmm. because we think we're a physical body, like localized, like I'm localized here in Rancho Mission Viejo, and maybe right. you're over in Texas. But actually, right. our consciousness is not like that at all. It's um, it's actually omnipresent. Mm -hmm. it's, it's everywhere, as long as you don't identify only with the um, particle version of yourself. Um, right. The healing would be right. very different if you're omnipresent, um, if you're your omnipresent consciousness. <laughs> yes. Uh... Well, it sounds like everything just continues to evolve. And, and of course, your relationship with the Arturians continues to evolve. Do you think, think that they were a part of the inspiration for this, this new set of transmissions um, with this the Sun Radiance transmissions? Or do you think that was a collaboration in terms of bringing this forth? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think what I, what I, um, I tried to do uh, or just as guided to do is sort of tune in and uh, I use shamanic journeying just as a mm -hmm. tool to um, maybe unpack the information uh, when I connect to the Arcturians and sort of see, um, you know, what they want to bring through and then try to package it in a way that, you know, people can connect to like as a package. But uh, yeah, what I, what I saw in this particular journey, they, they kind of said, we have a lot of transmissions still. We have a lot of frequencies still to share. <laughs> uh, you know, like you said, it's been a couple of years. So it's like, right. oh, maybe we're kind of overloading it. But, um, and uh, they usually <laughs> like will uh, present, you know, maybe this is my brain in a way to receive the information. They usually present some kind of sphere or something uh, to me that is the package for the frequency. So mm -hmm. yeah, so I think it's a very collaborative and people, and uh, even now, they're probably, if you tune in, it's really their consciousness kind of downloading this kind of sun information through their lens mm -hmm. as uh, spiritual beings. Right. And the, the significance here is, is, is supporting us in harnessing the energy of the sun. Um, and there are for a variety of reasons, and I want to get into that. I mean, partially for remembering who we are, what we came here to do, for physical well-being, for prosperity. Um, but let's talk about how we can connect with the spiritual power of the sun to remember our purpose here, why, who we are, why, why we came here. Um, what can you say about that? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, when you just kind of just tune in right away, for, you know, for me, or the words that come are this brilliance, radiance, uh, blazing, you know, kind of, if we can remember the times where we were like that, or maybe we are like that now, or those high points, I think that's what the sun represents. I think that's maybe the frequency we need to remember right now, uh, and bringing through uh, who we are onto the planet. And like I said, like, if 
if we're not just a localized particle, meaning our body, when we bring that through, it sort of just radiates out to whoever needs it. Because if we're like omnipresent, uh, you know, uh, even om- omniscient in the sense, not that we would know facts, but we're kind of with everyone at once. So I think that's really, you know, the inspiration or maybe with a download, um, just on an instant level of what the sun transmissions are about. And then just to kind of put that in some spiritual context, and I'll just mention one tradition, uh, there's kind of what are called bardo teachings. They're like teachings, like what happens in between lives, like, um, and like Michael Newton's work kind of unpack mm-hmm. that on a modern level. And I, sometimes I talk about the Tibetan work, which is actually the term bardo came from the Tibetan Book of the Dead. But there's a very interesting set of teachings in the Rosicrucian um, lineage, which is esoteric Christianity, which breaks down all these different astral spaces that actually dates back all the way to ancient Egypt. And uh, there's a, a, a book also called the Egyptian Book of the Dead, which is probably a little bit of a mistranslation. It's actually coming forth by, by day. Um, but anyways, these different astral spaces have been mapped out. And in the Rosicrucian tradition, when you're kind of your soul is going from one life to the other, so in the in-between, they're linked to the planets, our particular planets. They're just sort of labeled that way. And the one that's um, very powerful is called the sun sphere, which actually is linked to our physical sun, but in a you could call it a spiritual way, uh, as a spiritual dimension. And during that time, you really connect with your radiance, like what you're both when you're excarnating, you remember kind of all the good things that you did, like the things that you uh, fulfilled as a soul for that incarnation. And then you go back through the same spheres, through those same um, astral dimensions when you incarnate. And so when you're coming back in the sun sphere, it's sort of like that inspiration, like, oh, I have all this energy. I'm going to, I don't yeah. know, I'm going to start a, uh, you know, build a hospital. I'm going to, like, help these people. Out. And mm-hmm. you you have all this power in your sails. And it, it's kind of needed for that kind of fuel for your incarnation. And then you kind of go and you densify, densify, and then you take on a new rebirth. So I think that's really what the spiritual radiance, you know, we can connect to that, um, you know, whether that framework works for people or not. You could, That probably happens somewhere in our, you know, before we incarnated and probably when we incarnate if we plan to in another life. We could even go into resonance with it now, you know, just by thinking about it. Like, even though I don't know exactly what happened, you know, because that tends to be a very subconscious, superconscious time, you could mm-hmm. just connect, okay, I'm connecting back to whatever I might have thought of as my sun radiance period before I came in so that I can kind of remember that information and unpack and live that information now. Mm-hmm. Right. And <clears throat> I love that, you know, the sun can really here and now um, fuel us again, with our purpose. Like you said, we can kind of go back and remember, you know, that that blazing uh, sense of purpose and passion and excitement in coming here um, and kind of reignite that. And I think that's the whole purpose of this, because like you were sharing earlier, you know, that feeling is what we want to, whether we're feeling it now or not, you know, to anchor more and more consistently, that sense of of fire and fuel blazing forth and guiding us and directing us, you know, on our on our journeys. And it can also help us physically. And, you know, there are people on every time I glance into the webcast, we always have people who write in who are 
having physical challenges. So this can really support people with their physical well-being um, as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I like I love what you're saying and kind of using that uh, multi-dimensional model. Mm -hmm. I think when we kind of bring in through that Arcturian sun radiance transmissions with the Arcturians, which we'll experience here on the call, that can like more formally bring in that frequency, asking for the assistance of our guides to really remember those patterns. They're kind of they're kind of deep in our subconscious, or you could call it superconscious, and a lot of people are already connected to that and maybe living that now. But you can always like kind of connect to it, and some may might uh, not feel exactly that it, they're conscious of it, but it's deep in there. And I think what the frequencies do is help to bring that out. But like you were saying, like on the physical level, you know, I've uh, learned a number of like uh, in the qigong field, which is more the prana field, the qi field, where you just um, the sun, you know, is very available as an energy source. You can just connect with it and bring in its prana into your different chakras. And I'll kind of mention, if we can't do the practice itself, like I mentioned there, the prosperity one. Because the sun, if you think of it, is one of the ultimate information fields for prosperity. Because hmm. let's say there's no sun, the, our sun. There's like no, there's no life on this planet at that hmm. moment. So it's actually the source of all prosperity in a sense, uh, a physical and a, a energetic. So, and even, this was uh, from the Peruvian knowledge, even if you... If our planet tilts like by two or three degrees, we don't have, we, we might not even have life as we know it. It might be a different form of life, or at least the weather would be very different. And so it's so coordinated and balanced that by connecting to this energetic field, we're really connecting to a great model. I think that's what, what resonance gives mm -hmm. us. Like we're looking for great healing models to connect our consciousness to to exchange energy and information. And, and the sun is really has all those qualities. Right, 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 right. Well, and we want to feel that radiance again. For those who you may be feeling it right now, those of you listening, you may want to feel that, that radiance and vitality, you know, blazing through you. Jean, before we take callers and do many healings and, and move into the group transmission, let's go ahead and talk about your offer because it kind of blends in with, you know, what we're talking about here um, and what you're going to really explore in these um, gatherings and transmissions. So uh, for those of you who want to follow along, go to straighttalkforthesoul.com, click on our Marketplace link, and you will see Gene's smiling face. Click on his picture, and uh, this is his brand-new offering. So it's called Arturian Sun Radiance Transmissions. Uh, they will occur March 8th, 9th, and 10th. So right around the corner, and um, each time you come now, you have these special series of transmissions that, you know, it seems like so many people are just following you from one to the next, like, okay, what's next? What's next? So this is the new one blazing forth. So tell us what you plan on um, focusing on on these three days. Yeah, yeah. I think a number of people have, um, you know, been uh, working in this format, and mm -hmm. I found it to be very um, efficient yet also deep because uh, it's almost like doing a three-day or even more retreat. But because we have kind of very busy schedules, we're actually meeting um, for two hours, two and a half hours each day. But the energy vortex created just keeps working. And even at night, if people want to, because, you know, our astral body is very active and we can still receive downloads and, 
learnings energetically. So we have a couple of nights in there too, where people just could uh, work uh, kind of on their own. But um, yeah, this is really a, um, the idea here, just to kind of give words to the energy I'm feeling about this. It's a really a very positive, like you said, radiant uh, vortex of energy. So people who really want to kind of tune into that and bring that through them. It's really like um, sounding a, a tone, and then it reminds you of that tone inside you. So like, and then that comes out. That kind of continues to radiate out afterwards. Uh, but it is broken up into three days. Um, so we meet two hours a day. And if you can't meet at that particular two hours, you kind of get the recordings right, um, pretty much right after the um, linear time uh, schedule. And then um, each of those days are split up into a 50-minute transmission and then a 30-minute um, meditation, pillar meditation, and then a surrounding discussion on the topic, uh, you know, so that's around another 30 to another hour. Sometimes we go another, you know, half hour beyond. Uh, but the transmission is really a way to connect to uh, the spiritual consciousness, whether that people can think, consider that they're, you know, God, the divine love, unconditional love, their guides. And then, of course, there's the Arturian presence that's invited. Mm-hmm. And then I think that extra dimensional energy allows us to bring through patterns that maybe we are presently not aware of, even at a soul level. So it sort of can help remind us at a, at a higher level, like a higher information exchange. So that, that's the 50-minute transmission. Uh, and then the, the first day is more physical, etheric-oriented. So this is really like that energy that we have, almost that vitality uh, that maybe people need or maybe people are recovering from something or people just want to kind of take that to an, another level. We even go to the more cellular uh, aspect, which I've begun to become interested in based on that neuroscience research I mentioned mm-hmm. looking at the sun. And that really comes down to the mitochondria, like what can we do to strengthen our mitochondria, whether that be through breathing or uh, cold exposure or just looking at the sun, like I mentioned, the physical sun. Uh, and then just to mention the meditation, I think that's a very powerful piece. Uh, people who've done some of the other uh, events uh, with me, that is really kind of this almost like bread and butter, but what um, practice. But what we do is we bring through that same energetic template or pattern, but down through the pillar of light. And then mm-hmm. there's a particular focus on uh, three centers. Uh, so the first center uh, that we work on will be the belly center, which is kind of the house. Uh, the energetic battery for our etheric uh, physical body. So it's kind of bringing that sun radiance at a, almost like a chi etheric level into our belly. And we'll go over those uh, sun uh, qigong practices that I mentioned where you can actually like bring in the prana of the sun into your centers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, so that's kind of the framework. And then I'll just kind of briefly go over the next two days. Uh, so these are broken up into those um, seven subtle bodies. So the next uh, group would be the emotional mental body. So this is kind of like when we really feel on and you're like with someone mm-hmm. and maybe you remember someone or you remember yourself where you just felt great. Maybe we call that the flow state. We just felt like we could radiate out all this goodness. And I think, um, you know, people here, that might be their disposition or you can think of someone or times when you were. They're just always like they, they just feel like they're always radiating positivity. And so that's kind of the information field and flow that we're bringing through on day two. Mm-hmm. And then day three is these more, yeah, more subtle bodies, which I call the causal, that's the karmic, 
um, the spiritual, which is sort of like your Akashic records, the soul level, and then the divine. So like the radiance from the sun, like on the karmic level, is sort of like, it's almost like good luck. <laughs> and maybe mm-hmm. that's where they get that idea, the Midas touch. Like mm-hmm. someone, uh, you know, again, gold, this, this, that's the frequency. It's sort of like everything you're doing, just working out. All right. the causes and conditions are coming together in night. And so you can remember the times where you like that. But we all have that core. We all have that frequency inside us. And so, so this pattern is kind of reminding us or bringing that through and even maybe enhancing it and, you know, taking it to another level. Um, the spiritual or soul level, again, is kind of remembering, you know, when we were in that sun sphere that I mentioned in the Los Crucian model of mm-hmm. in between lives, like, oh, you were like so enthusiastic about why you came. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we remember that. Maybe we kind of, maybe it's still a little bit in the superconscious. But there was a time when we were like very enthusiastic and you're know, like, we're going to do this and, uh, <laughs> in the spiritual world. And that, that, that's kind of what the spiritual level pattern is. And, right. and then finally, the non-dual level, yeah, is remembering our oneness, you know, this idea of like, if we weren't a body, if we weren't a particle, we were omniscient, omnipresent, you know, we would just be the allness, uh, the oneness. And, and people have that experience. Maybe they call it a very peak experience. It's very hard to mm-hmm. sustain that continuously that level but uh, just even having it once for a couple seconds or one second is is enough to kind of bring that through into this density of the physical world all right so blazing in (laughs) all these different ways the physical and etheric first and then the emotional and mental bodies and I like it. It says that we become in that that day that you're focused on that we become like the sun and shine and nourish all of all those who come into contact with us. Um, love that. And then uh, the next one, blazing in the divine body. So beautiful, beautiful, my friend. And then there's a five day bonus offer. Um, the Arcturian Whole Brain Synchronization Healing Session, MP3. It's an hour-long healing session with new Arcturian healing frequencies uh, to synchronize the left and right hemispheres of the brain. For those who have heard that a lot, the importance, the significance of balancing the hemispheres of the brain, describe why that's important and you know a little bit more detail about that, especially for those who are new to this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think people, this is like, uh, you know, I basically did that last week. (laughs) This is like, I think people will really like that whole brain synchronization. And, um, you know, that that could have been the topic even for today, the whole idea of like, we have, uh, you know, we've gone even um, collectively from what I would call a right brain thinking, which is very, very spiritually oriented, like where we can communicate with the plants, we can communicate with the animals. Maybe that was even like what I said, like from a cosmic level was like an Atlantean consciousness when we were, you know, maybe incarnated during that time. Then you can kind of see in the age of enlightenment or in a more modern human, they started to go more left brain. That's how we developed science and technology, which is very linear, almost like denying the spiritual world, denying that kind of holistic thinking. Uh, maybe so that we could maximize, uh, you know, um, this sort of uh, left brain linear thinking. And then you're seeing now, and, and I think people here would probably more orient to that, like a combination where people, they're still very much here in the physical. They may even be doing something. They may even be like engineers or doing something very linear, logical, but they're also like communicating. They're also meditating. They're also 
it makes sense to them when you talk about spiritual consciousness that doesn't have a physical body. And and not just from an intellectual point of view, but they actually have experienced that or they've experienced ESP or um, paranormal activity or clairvoyance. And so that you're seeing, I think, is the new human, is those those two hemispheres, those two functional hemispheres are really coming together and being synchronized, working together. And uh, they even call that particular brainwave the gamma brainwave level. Like there's um, delta, uh, theta, alpha, beta, like beta is like when we're awake, like when I'm talking to you now. Maybe I'm a little in the theta even, uh, but, you know, in this dreamlike state. But gamma is sort of when the two hemispheres start to synchronize, and you actually are very focused and probably in a flow state. So you can kind of do things very quickly. Uh, that's gamma brainwave level. Yeah. So you just recently recorded this healing session then. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, yay. Something new. Everything here is new then. <laughs> so, <laughs> because for so many of you who listen and you enjoy Gene, you, um, you get his offers every time. So I love that everything is brand new and they can begin listening to this whole brain synchronization healing session prior to the, the group gatherings, which, as I mentioned, will begin on, let me go back, um, March the 8th. So, um, well, beautiful. Um, this is going to be fun, exciting, blazing in <laughs> the radiance of the sun. So what I would love to do now, Jean, is go to some callers um, and some of the people who've written in. Uh, Jeans, what is the best way to go about this? Because you'll do many healings. So if they just give you their name and, and perhaps a synopsis of what, what they're being challenged with, or how would you suggest that we do this? Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's star two to raise your hand. And so when I call on you, if you, again, just your name and just a brief little summary of what's going on with you and Jean can uh, support you with that. Okay. So the first caller that I'm going to is area code 561. Uh, you're live with us. Hi. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Jean. Thank you so much. Hi. Hi. Um, my name is Sherry. Sherry, hi. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very, very honored. Very. Uh, so we're glad you're just, here. Oh, me too. Thank you. I'll try to be brief because I don't like taking up too much time. So I've been extremely challenged with healing, um, health, uh, physical, and mental um you know, conditions, disorders, extremely uh, chronic fatigue, um, major chronic digestive stuff, and uh, chronic anxiety, depression, nervous system overload type stuff. So it's just, you know, the whole systematic, I would almost say, has gone off. Mm. And whatever I'm doing, I'm still not making any healing, real healing results. So that was what I would love some anything on. I'd be so honored. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We can do two frequencies. Uh, They're actually kind of related to these new radiance frequencies, but one's called the Arcturian Divine Fire, which is connecting to the Arcturians and the Christ Consciousness or Solar Logos energies, very uh, broad, expansive healing frequencies. And then the one is the Arcturian fire frequencies, which is like the fire elements that kind of bring energy to heal, to move forward, 
going to bring everything online again. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, and, and, uh, uh, yeah, everyone who's listening, whether it's uh, live or on the recording, you can just set your unique intentions. Or it also has its own intelligence, so we'll go where it needs to. Okay. We're starting. We're starting the Arturian Divine Fire Healing Frequency. And the energies, like I mentioned, they come across instantly. They don't need anything from my voice. But you'll hear me speak every so often, but sometimes I'll be silent, but the energies are still coming across, just that this is uh, new for some people. Continuing to channel the Arcturian Divine Fire healing frequency. Now we're channeling the Arcturian fire frequencies, which is more connected to the fire element. you're here sherry stay with us there'll be more more to come thank you and thank you gene i'm gonna go cry now in silence thank you (laughs) blessings to you sherry um okay all right moving on to our next caller thank you so much gene um i'm gonna go to area code nine four one you're live hi 
Hi, Carrie. Jean, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, this is Maria. I have a question. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for this topic, Carrie. Um, it's really interesting. Um, so I had asked a question about what would it take to bring about the golden planet, like to physically actualize that. And what I was shown was uh, maybe that's something Jean can um, help me. It's like uh, I saw where as a as Lady Justice, um, what was keeping that from progressing was that these souls that you talk about between lives, they thought they were in purgatory. Like they really actually thought that they couldn't. They couldn't progress on their consciousness journey. So um, whenever, uh, it was like they were still waiting for a savior. And being that, like, at least 63% of the population is still um, is Christian, I'm wondering if that's hindering an overall progress. What do you think? Yeah, it's very interesting that you brought it up. It's a very deep question. It's also a highly clairvoyant uh, insight. Uh, I have uh, read, I haven't um, journeyed on it or uh, went to check. But um, clairvoyants do see some souls uh, because of their mindset. Like you said, they're kind of waiting for, like, whether it be a savior or someone to come. Uh, They stay um, in a certain astral space connected to the land. And so they call them sleepers. And they're not exactly progressing forward because their consciousness, of course, is powerful, and uh, as all of ours are. And they're sort of choosing to stay in that astral space. Um, and then some people like um, who have that capacity to move in astral spaces could go maybe help them or just remind them. You can't really force them out of something because of their own free will and so forth, but you could just sort of help remind them, you know, maybe there's other options or possibilities. Uh, but I think you're you're definitely on to something. I think you've seen something um, clairvoyantly in the, in the astral space. Mm-hmm. Is there anything mm-hmm. that can be done there with a transmission? Like what I got mm-hmm. from that was that through soul integration, like a unification of the soul, mm-hmm. if uh, we end separation, that consciousness automatically raises them to another frequency where mm-hmm. their, you know, purgatory no longer exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, maybe we could do something here or you just sort of uh, what you do is it's like kind of putting out um, like an offering of energy or frequency. Uh, like if you ask the higher beings like those you work with, maybe they're archangels uh, or angelic beings or like the Arcturians uh, to kind of bring through a certain energy so that allows those people in the uh, souls in the astral space, if they're ready, you know, they can move on to whatever better place. Um, you know, because they're kind of holding themselves in a way. It's a very unique situation. It's not like a lost soul, um, which is another situation. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, working with higher beings, they can bring through an energy and then those who, uh, like out of their free will are ready to kind of move on. They'll, they'll move on. Is there something, Jean, is there something that you could bring forth here that would be supportive for that or for maybe anybody who is stuck in some sort of um, limiting belief system? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we could do that in here uh, now. That's what I think I was thinking also, yeah. 
And then uh, whether that, you know, be someone here who has a physical body Mm -hmm. or if anyone, you know, a soul in the astral space, uh, you know, with the help of the higher beings, they could be benefits for moving forward. Okay. Yeah, let's do that here. Yeah, so if you had any particular uh, people listening, uh, limiting beliefs that you'd like to let go of, whether that be conscious or maybe it's just the intuition or subconscious. And then also we're offering this to any souls in the astral spaces that could benefit from this also, whether they may be. So we're beginning the Arturian release frequency. Also, if people know of anyone, whether they're currently still in their physical body or maybe they've also moved on from this particular physical incarnation, you can offer these frequencies. You can just let them decide if they need them. Continuing to channel the Arcturian release frequency. like a gold vortex for souls to move forward, created by the higher beings, the angelic beings. higher beings for their assistance and our higher self. Thank you, Gene. Oh, you feel comfortable? Yeah. Oh. And Maria, thank you for bringing that forth. And um, Gene, before we move into the group transmission, I'm glancing in the webcast and I want to kind of combine um what I'm seeing into one, <laughs> one. There are quite a few people who have written in with health challenges. Um, and so, um, one has COVID, one, um, her son has repetitive brain injuries, um, uh, cancer, um, um, people just wanting to raise their frequency to be able to support themselves with these health challenges. Uh, I see flu, cold sore, 
um, colds. Um, so maybe we can just combine all of these to try to support as many people who wrote in as we can. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, okay. Yeah, we can run, yeah, uh, one of those uh, very um, expansive um, structure and healing frequencies that I was mentioning. We're going to um, work with something called the Metatron Melchizedek Arcturian Mandala healing frequency. Mm -hmm. Maybe they will bring uh, yeah. one more through besides that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so this is for, like, uh, in general, uh, different health challenges, although this could work at any an intention, so uh, whatever people may be wanting it to work on, but the overall power of this is for healing and balancing. We're starting the Metatron, Melchizedek, and Arcturian Mandala healing frequency. Do three intense but short deepening cycle we're doing the first one people could just let go of anything they no longer need whether that be physically energetically emotionally Mentally. Now we're beginning the second intense but short deepening cycle, going a little deeper. Also releasing patterns karmically or spiritually. With anything blocking our full awareness of our divinity or divine self. Uh, non-dual awareness. And finally, we're moving into our third deepening self. Going a little deeper. Thank you, Jean. Okay. Uh, and to, yeah, and to all of you who wrote in, thank you. And I hope that that was supportive for everybody. And before we go into the group, uh, the Arcturian Sun Radiance Transmission, um, quite a few people wrote in about the sunshine and, you know, questioning, uh, you know, if they're living in an area where there's not sunshine or it's cloudy or rainy or dreary or um they don't have access to the sun. Um, what mm -hmm. kind of support or advice or guidance can you give them? Yeah, yeah. That um, that practice of going outside and uh, 
you don't have to stare at the sun. You just kind of need to be in the sunlight. It's probably within one hour of when you're waking up. It sets your circadian rhythm and releases those, you know, cortisol, epinephrine, dopamine. If it's sunny, then 10 minutes is fine. If it's cloudy, like the sun's not even coming through, you kind of want to move that time to 30, 30 minutes if you can. Uh, it still it still works. Like there's still a lot of um, light coming through from the sun. It's just not bright, like because of the cloud cover, even if it's raining. Now the question is, um, you know, you can even do these measurements um, with the lux meters. It's not the uh, same, and I've done it myself, as like you know, just opening your window, uh, or not even opening your window, just opening your shade and looking at the sun. Um, that's like ten times less. It's like fifty times less. <laughs> Uh, even if you kind of open the window. So it's best if you can get outside. It's like, it's very actually strong, uh, the amount of luck, even on a cloudy day. So that would be the suggestion. Cloudy, 30 minutes, if you can get to that amount of time. Um, sunny, 10 minutes. Okay. And, Jean, I want to make sure, I mean, is there anything that uh, feels significant to share on this topic before we move into the uh, the final group transmission, any information that feels relevant that and um, important? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's um, the etheric energy of really anything is very accessible to us. Uh, people who who are practitioners of energy work or who have had energy work probably know that. But with the sun, uh, the piece about uh, both for your etheric vitality. But for prosperity, I mentioned like how the sun, is, it's really when you just even contemplate it for a little bit, it, it's sort of like, a, um, it's like the pattern of prosperity because it's giving all of life uh, on the planet. You just need to, as a really quick practice, um, you connect with your consciousness to the sun, then imagine it however you like. I usually see it as a gold, particularly if, it, if you want to do this for prosperity. Uh, like a gold um, energy, maybe a brilliant gold, red, orange energy, coming down your crown. Let it come all the way down through your central channel, like that center um, central channel, like tube, and bring it to about four finger width below your navel, because that's kind of your prosperity chakras are all your lower chakras. Mm-hmm. So that area, and then see that like a big, uh, uh, see that as like a sphere, like a sun that's being like filled by that gold, red, orange energy. Do that for about five minutes um, a day if that's sort of something you really want to work on. Um, and uh, then just end the med- this kind of energy meditation by thanking whether you call it the spirit of the sun or, you know, the sun for giving you that energy. And then uh, and then just go about your day. Uh, do that for like uh, 21 times. It doesn't have to be consecutive days. But uh, so you're kind of building the chi energy of prosperity in your lower dantian is the practice. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful daily practice. <laughs> and someone had asked earlier about the great central sun. Uh, anything mm. that you can share on that? And is that, would you suggest, you know, connecting with the great central sun beyond our sun? Or um, what can you share on that? Yeah, yeah. The great central sun, you know, like, um, according to my understanding, is the the center of the Milky Way. It's like a, kind of the the next level of our sun. Like we have our sun here, which is more our solar system, than the great central sun being kind of the center of our galaxy. And there is a resonance. Um, I have done some programs with that, so I'll kind of maybe condense it all here in like a couple senses. So 
um, using your pillar again, or just your own consciousness, you can connect to the our sun just by putting your awareness or intention. And then from there, kind of like you're going from the, the to the next macrocosmic level, you connect to the center of the universe, uh, not the universe, the center of our galaxy, the Milky Way. The only thing, and I found it makes it even more powerful, is you want to, if you're going to do that, particularly to the center of the galaxy, and I learned this from one of um, my teachers, his name is Robert Gilbert of the Vesca Institute, is the center of the galaxy, uh, Milky Way, is very powerful. It's almost like, uh, think of like a tsunami wave, like it, it's a lot of power, but if you're kind of not riding it the right way, it's, mm-hmm. it could like unbalance you. So what you do is you invoke for your guide before you do that particular type of connection or meditation, whoever you are most connected to. So let's say maybe it's Archangel Raphael or Mikael. It could be the Arcturians. Or it could just be God or Source. So you simply say, I'm asking for God or Source, Archangel Mikael, Raphael, the Arcturians, to be um, a helpful energetic divine filter when I connect to the um, center of our Milky Way, and then do that practice. And so yeah. th- uh, that energy that comes into you is digestible. Right. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. So that it's, it's, that's great too. That's kind of the next level. <laughs> yes. 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 I asked Metatron for help with that in the mornings, and oh, and it's cool. interesting. You you've brought up you know the visual of like this gold and orange energy coming down through. Um, the crown and all the way through. I mean, to do that practice daily is really a beautiful, beautiful uh, blessing <laughs> for you and your life if you um, yeah, add that into your daily practice. So thank you, Jean, for that. And um, a lot of people thanking you for everything you're bringing forth. Um, yeah, I'll just read a few. Sherry said, thank you. Natasha, thank you, Jean, for this wonderful space of light. And love, Jill from New York, um, felt so much happening in my heart during the last transmission, saw so much sludge leaving, um, very powerful. So, um, and to all of you who wrote in, thank you. And so now the Arcturian Sun Radiance transmission. Um, so this is kind of a, a taste of what um they will experience in the the group gatherings gene or um what are we going to be experiencing here together yeah yeah i think uh you know uh speaking about that theme i mentioned those astral spaces that uh, map uh, from the rosicrucian work mm-hmm. of um in between lives and that really important time which they've labeled the fun sphere where we kind of had those patterns that gave us that great enthusiasm, all that wind in our sails from a soul level. Um, this Arcturian sun radiance is going to help to put us in resonance with that part of our soul, that part of our consciousness. To um, I'm sure people are already bringing that through. Maybe have brought that through in portions of their lives, mm-hmm. and now it's sort of like what what it needs to come through right now from that that um, period or kind of that information field. Um, yeah, so we'll do that. It'll be about uh, five minutes to make that connection. Probably happens instantly, um, but people can experience that energy with that intention. Okay. Thank you, Jean. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we're, be- we're beginning the Arcturian Sun Radiance transmission to connect to that 
soul information from the sun sphere. This gave us the enthusiasm, the blazing energy for this incarnation. We're also going to do three sort of deepening cycles. You can kind of track if you like, or just be aware of what you notice. Starting the first deepening cycle, these energies. Now beginning the second deepening cycle and in your awareness you may actually begin to receive messages or even just feeling tones of that enthusiasm. We just let it happen naturally, what it happens now or later. It's all in divine timing. to the final or third deepening cycle, uncovering even deeper aspects, things we may not have known about or even that come in future incarnations that could come online now. Arcturian sun radiance transmission to remember the information from the sun sphere. Beautiful. Thank you, Jean. How is everybody? Uh, You're welcome to write in if you would 
if you would like to do so. And um, what a beautiful call and gathering, as always, Jean. Um, I want to remind everyone that if you want to participate in the the group gatherings uh, with Jean, again, they start the Arcturian Sun Radiance transmissions begin March 8th, and they go 8th, the 9th, and the 10th. And um, as a reminder, if you would also like the brand new healing session MP3 that Jean has recorded, um, the whole brain synchronization Arcturian session, um, that is uh, available for the next five days. So that's your bonus if you jump in, um, blazing forth with excitement, <laughs> enthusiasm, <laughs> you will get this, this bonus offer. And, uh, Jean, as we begin to wrap up, um, people are starting to write in. Thank you, Jean. Blessings, blessings. Uh, much love to all. Um, blessings, ineffable golden planet of love and kindness. Thank you, thank you all for all of that. Um, anything else you'd like to share, Gene, or any final message before we say goodbye for today? Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, everyone. And uh, I was just reminded uh, a little bit of what Maria had brought up um, mm-hmm. about these cosmic uh, golden cycles. Uh, if people were tuned in, and this just kind of maybe puts it in a macroscopic uh, perspective, like um, there's they call it yugas. They're like time yeah. cycles. And uh, the person who wrote a book on it, um, Sri Yukteswar, he was um, Paramahansa Yogananda's teacher for people who studied the mm-hmm. autobiography of the yogi or who do that uh, type of practice. And uh, we basically are moving to a, a golden cycle. It's going to take a couple thousand years, but we're sort of moving out of sort of this, like they call it the Kali Yuga which may have been a more darker time, and we're kind of moving to a more golden cycle. I think this connection with the sun, these energetic feelings people might have felt, or as you kind of tune back into your own sun radiance, that's really what's going to come onto the planet. It it will take time, but uh, by doing that now, we're kind of, in a sense, we're condensing time because we're kind of going to the end point now uh, by connecting to the sun. That was the other point. And then on a smaller cycle, I think it's nice just thinking when the, the, the meeting's occurring, when this is occurring, that we're leading into the equinox. Right. And just speaking of the sun and how it, um, cause that'll be somewhere maybe one or two weeks after the, the group meeting. But I think that will be affecting, uh, from a kind of cosmic level, the fact that we're the sun, you know, that level, that uh, phase of the sun on, and how it hits the planet on a yearly basis will be kind of in resonance with that. Mhm. Yeah, perfect timing <laughs> for the the group gatherings coming up soon. Um I'll read a few more comments. Um Marianne uh from Weed, California uh says um <laughs> she's feeling sun-kissed. Love that. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um uh, another Maria from Sweden said thank you it felt wonderful cleansing and rising my Raising my frequency. Thank you both. Love to all. Thank you, Maria. Uh, Sherry from uh, another Sherry. We have several Marias and several Sherrys here today. Um, powerful. Almost fell asleep. Um, let's see. Another feeling radiantly blessed. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all. This has been a 
a beautiful blessing to come together and feel sun-kissed, <laughs> fueled mm-hmm. by the the blazing source of all prosperity, the sun. And I hope that you'll all practice that um, prosperity uh, practice that you mentioned, Jean. I think it's a beautiful way to really open into that infinite portal of prosperity and um, something everyone desires and deserves and uh and of course to take this further i hope you'll join jean and uh jean thank you so much for always just continuing to expand and grow and bring us new you know remarkable you know advances with your work each time you're here Oh, thanks, Gary. Thanks. And it's great to uh, connect with everyone and just uh, bring in that kind of vortex or connect as a group you know, to the higher spiritual world and the Arcturian. So uh, I wanted to thank you also for this great, great platform. Absolutely. Yeah, I, w- I could feel it. I mean, the, it was a powerful vortex today. Um, so for those of you who want to come back and listen, there was a lot there to listen to. So, and thanks for the to the Arcturians as well, Jean, <laughs> that worked with you, <laughs> and the yeah, Archangels, <laughs> and the Masters, and all the other beautiful beings. So, um, thank you, Jean, and to everybody who's joined us or who will join us. Thank you for the gift of your time, your readiness, your openness, your willingness, your love, and your presence. It is an honor and a gift to have you with us. Uh, you're welcome to continue writing in and know, let us know how you're feeling, what stood out for you, what shifted for you, what feels different. And then let the brilliant, bountiful, beautiful blessings flow to you. Open up to receive the benefits of everything that's been ignited here today. Um, remember that you are a sacred being, a creator being, a multidimensional master of light. I hope that you will review and consider the wonderful opportunity to take this further with Jean. So, Just know that you are loved and appreciated. You're certainly never, ever alone. So thank you for joining us on this soulful adventure today. I am sending crystalline rainbow waves of new earth grace and glory and gratitude from my heart to yours. May you feel it. Please receive it and then offer it to those you encounter today uh, or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and of course, own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Uh, Take flight, beautiful, beautiful beacons of light, and I'll see you back here in this playground of light next time. Uh, Bye, everybody.